Welcome back to the Flat Out RC Podcast, a podcast where we talk all things radio control flight. We're talking radio control planes, helis and drones. My name's Andrew Sill coming to you from the land down under in Melbourne, Australia. The land where where I am situated here in Melbourne, we've had some really good weather. We're, we're, we're well and truly into autumn, or as in the US they call fall, and uh, we've got some pretty decent warmish weather. So, and we've got a, we've just had a long weekend. By the time this comes out, uh, we've had a long weekend for our Easter holidays, and hopefully you got out flying. Well, a big episode uh, again. We've got a youngster on board, a guy from up in uh, Queensland called Macklin Dodd. He's an 11 year old, young guy. Uh, so, we're going to catch up with Mac, have a quick chat with him uh, to hear about his, his story so far in flying, because uh, I've been spending a bit of time with him at the Wang Jets event. He's part of the, Flat out RC peanut gallery. But before we get to that, let's have a look at what's been on my mind. Well, a lot has been on my mind in the past few weeks, uh, really. I've come off the back of a couple of um, videos that I've produced, which I really enjoyed producing, having a bit of fun with them nowadays. The Wang Jets and the Echuca Moama model aero club event um and that's what i talk about the chuka event was really good uh it's nowhere near as big as say the wang jets event or shepherd and mammoth that kind of thing but it's one of those events that i do enjoy visiting because the people are great uh it's up at the uh the near the murray river Echuca region um which is in northern victoria and Good bunch of uh, guys there that put it on. Uh, Mel Craig does a wonderful job in in getting the the event up and running and promoting it. As he's very passionate about getting people to come to the field. It is a it is a VMAA state field up there at Atuka. So uh, if you're an MAAA member, VMAA member, you're always welcome to go for a fly there and uh, enjoy the facilities. And the facilities keep on getting better and better up there. Their pit area has is now most of it's undercover. Like they just keep on extending it, so there's plenty of room. Plenty of undercover, which I love. Great area, seated area, undercover as well, where you can sit down and have a chat and have some lunch and that kind of thing. Nice little cookhouse they got there, clean toilets, and I think they've got a shower as well, so you can camp at the field. Uh, they've got a runway that's got matting on it, so it's quite a long runway. Um, we had Steve Wilcox flying his jets, and I'll tell you what, Steve Wilcox can fly a jet. I'll tell you what, he had his big BAE Hawk, Massive, don't know the size. I know it's got a King Tech 320 in it. So it's a big jet. And at one stage, I was standing on the flight line videoing and his wife was standing next to him. And he's flying around and then we hear the, the turbine wind down, basically shut down. You hear the woo, and it starts to wind down. And we're like, and we were talking and then we all went dead silent. And then Steve's flicked the switch on his landing gear and you hear his telemetry say, landing gear down. All right. So we're like, okay. Don't say a word here. He's got this. He's a really competent pilot. And he, uh, as he brought in, sort of lined up for the runway, gliding in, the motors restarted and off it went again. And I said to him, Steve, I reckon you should land now just to be on the safe side because, you know, you, you know, you run the risk a bit. But then he, um, he kept on flying and then he did this low pass. And I'll tell you what, you don't get much lower than this low pass because the plane did actually touch the ground. Uh, was a little bit of cosmetic damage. There was no structural damage at all to the plane, a bit of cosmetic damage. I think it knocked maybe a couple of fins off the underside of the, the big hawk. But, gee, the noise was pretty pretty big. 
And I think I missed it. I think I was looking down at my camera or something when I um when he did that. I've got to check to see if I've got any footage of it, but I don't think I don't think I did from memory. I just heard the noise. But um, brought it home in one piece, and he'll get it up and running again. But uh, that was pretty good. He had Con Gabriel there um, from the, the Doncaster Club doing a lot of download 3D flying. Head of the Peanut Gallery, the president of the Peanut Gallery, uh, my friend uh, uh, Dominic Aisu. No, it's really funny. So if you go and have a look at the video, you'll see me ribbing Dominic. And if you've watched a lot of my videos, you've seen Dominic on the videos because we're good mates. We talk every day. Uh, and we he uh, we always have a go at each other. Now, that's a, our whole shtick. But Dominic rang me and he said, oh, I've had people ring me up, friends of mine ring me up, um, you know, thing that you know it wasn't on what I said to him because you know, I always have a laugh with him. He knows, he knows the drill. Anyway, we just we put on a bit of performance for the for the cameras, Dominic and I. But um, yeah, his wife rang me and said that was unreal. That video, I really, really enjoyed it. And of course, the person that starred in that video is Brad Worm, uh, the Wormster. He's been on the podcast and he's my sim buddy, one of my sim buddies. And uh, and uh, I. I've interviewed him before on camera and he gives me these one-word answers. And so I just said to him, just keep on going with the one-word answers, but he really played up to it. So if you haven't seen it, go and have a look at the, the, the video and tell me what you think if you enjoyed it. But uh, I did. <laughs> I, I, I was laughing. You know when you edit a video and you're laughing as you're editing it, you, you, you know, that all that's worth it for me. doesn't matter if anybody else doesn't like it, but uh, I did. So well done, Wormy. And, of course, Brad Worm, he's really... He's a very dedicated freestyle aerobatics pilot. He really can fly low. There's something about these young kids. We all know it. They, they've got some skill that uh, we older gentlemen will never have again. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's a good guy. Love hanging around with Wormy and a uh, good pilot as well. So all in all, a really, really enjoyable event. Uh, the, most of the planes were really jets, turbine jets and um, aerobatic planes. Um uh, plenty of available flight time. But also what is good is there's um, Fred West, who's been on the podcast, um, has got good connections with uh, the local full-size flying uh, club because he's a member there. I think fly, flies full-size as well. And there's a an aerobatic team there, two pits, two guys have these two red pits, and they often you know do flying demonstrations and displays at different events. And uh, every time I've been to the Yachuka Moama annual fun fly, Fred's organised the pits to come for a fly. Sometimes they'll be out having a bit of a practice together and they just make a beeline for the field. And and sure enough, 4.30, on the dot, these two planes came flying over. And again, it's in the video and it's always awesome to see. We get our own private air show with these two amazing pits. And oh, when they came from the back of the uh, the runway, just you know, over the trees, smoke on. Oh, that was awesome. Absolutely awesome. So big thank you to all the guys there. Um, Daniel Lister, the president, Fred Fred West, Mel Craig, Brad Worm, all, all the guys there, the, the rest of the committee that helped out. Uh, uh, Marilyn West in the kitchen with the other ladies. Uh, good job. Nice burger. Really enjoyed my hamburger there at the uh, thing. Food's always good. And apparently on the Saturday night, I only went for the day, but on the Saturday night they had a roast dinner at the field and that apparently from all reports was really, really good as well, which I love to see. When you can, you know, blend the food component, good food with model flying is always a winner in my book. So get on down to the um, Chukamo Amma Model Aero Club annual fun flights. Normally early April every year. Uh, the best way to keep up to date with them is get on the Facebook page and look up a Chukamo Amma, M O A M A, 
Model Aero Club and you'll find them and uh, follow their page and you'll know when the next event is on. So, And they've got more events coming up there. I'm, I know the IMAC guys are going up there very shortly. Could be this coming weekend, actually. Um, they'll be up there uh, having a crack, so all the boys will enjoy that. Now, on another note, Casino Model Aero Club, uh, terrible news, good in one way, bad in another. Festival of Aero Modelling that we've been promoting has been postponed. And I'm going to read out what the, the Facebook post says. Due to the ongoing disaster relief in the community, the Committee of the Festival of Aero Modelling has been in discussions with the Richmond Valley Council. It was unanimously decided that it was imperative that the valuable work of the Australian Defence Force and Rural Fire Brigade continue uninterrupted at the Casino Airport. This said they have postponed the upcoming event at our, model, at our model club until Thursday the 30th of June to Monday the 4th of July. So basically, there have you know, been a lot of floods up in that region and there's a lot of clean-up work and they don't want to hamper the efforts there because they're using the casino airport to get in and out of. So uh, the event's basically postponed. So it is unfortunate, but on the other hand, I think in these times where there's a lot of people that have suffered as a result of the... Um, the flood disaster up there that is probably the right thing to do. And anyway, on a good note, it just gives us more time to plug it and for everybody to organise to be there. So the new dates are the 30th of June to the 4th of July. As the post says, we look forward to welcoming everyone in June when the airport is dried out and our community is back on track. Now, that's the other thing. You don't want to be there in a soaking wet sort of environment. Uh, and so 30th of June to 4th of July, which apparently could be the school holidays around that time period i think it may well be so it's a oh, i think it's a four or five day event um the festival of aero modeling um i know that martin pickering and his partner were going to come out from the uk uh, from not from the uk from from spain um haven't heard whether they've managed to change the dates let me just have a look because i think haven't heard but um yeah don't know whether they've posted changed their dates but no doubt they'll try to because uh they really wanted to be there so Casino Model Aero Club, Festival of Aero Modeling. That's, I'm, 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 it's line ball whether I can make it. I'm going to try to. Um, I'm just trying to work out school holidays and what's happening with my family because Casino is quite a far a distance from me. I've been speaking to, actually, I've been speaking to Dominic, the head of the peanut gallery. Hey, we should go drive up my plane for me. So, and that's a good way to do it. If you're coming from far away, it's even carpool with some other people and uh, make a bit of a, a trip up there um, because I'll tell you what, you're going to have a good time. Uh, it's just something about these events. I really, really do enjoy going to these events. The last two events that I've been to have just been phenomenal. The Wang Jets event I really loved and I can't wait to get back. So anyway, now speaking of Wang Jets event, uh, yeah, I did crash my plane. Um, and But the good news is I've ordered a new one and it's interesting. I'll, I'll tell you what model it is. I'm not going to tell you the custom scheme that I'm getting because I've got a scheme that I'm, I'm working on uh, and get it making happen, which the manufacturer said they can do. But uh, I'm going to get another Viper jet. Um, the reason being is I've got a JetCat P100. And when it comes to the JetCat P100 and that size, I don't believe there's a lot of choices uh, as far as airframes, but I, I am partial for a Viper jet. I've got unfinished business with a Viper jet. I love the look of the Viper jet. So I've gone with my heart. Um, and so a Viper jet has been ordered. I'll tell you more details as it gets closer to arriving or after it arrives, but let's just say it could be a while away. Uh, with manufacturing, shipping, um, and all that kind of thing, it's going to take a bit of time. 
but it's going to be something special. And uh, basically, my goal is to get to Wang Jets again next next year. So I've got a year. So I'll be there. Uh, and I learned, learned a lot from my mistake, which we all should learn from our mistakes. And uh, I will do a video. I will do a video on air crash investigations. And, and because I think it's interesting to share the story about the crash. And, and that story starts a day before the crash. And I want to talk about that as well. So stay tuned for that video that will come out and then I'll maybe have a chat on the podcast about it. When I'm talking about YouTube, should remind you, don't forget to go and subscribe. Tell me what you think about some of the videos. Give me some direction. Uh, send me a message on flatoutrc.com.au. And uh, always encourage the feedback. Helps me improve. Remember, we all learn from our mistakes. Guest time, and this week's guest is a young guy, Mac Dodd, Macklin Dodd, uh, from the famous Dodd family up in Queensland. Uh, met Mac a couple of years ago at the Wang Jets event. Um, fun guy, young guy, he's only 11 years of age, but good pilot. Seriously, he's probably one of the best 11-year-old guy, uh, pilots I've ever witnessed. And moving ahead in leaps and bounds because he's pretty committed to it, doing a lot of sim practice, getting into aerobatics. So... We'll have a bit of a chat with him uh, and uh, share his what he's up to uh, and that kind of thing. So uh, here's my chat with the one and only, a flat-out RC official peanut gallery member, Mac Dodd. Well, I think this guest that we have on the Flat Out RC podcast this week ranks as being the youngest ever guest on this podcast. Macklin Dodd, welcome to the Flat Out RC podcast. Hello, Andrew. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be on this podcast. You and I muck around a bit when we see each other at generally the Wang Jets event. So you asked me and you said, Andrew, can I come on the podcast? And I said, okay, um, because we need guests here, don't we, at the Flat Out RC podcast? Yeah. So let's just get – let's tell people about who you are, right? So where do you live? How old are you? That kind of thing. Okay. So I'm from the Gold Coast, Queensland, as some people might know. Um, I'm 11 years old, turning 12 this year. You turn 12 soon though, don't you? Not really. Um, in October. Good month to be born in. Legends are born yes. in October. Yes. You live in sunny Gold Coast. Yes. Is it Hasn't ra- been too sunny recently though. A lot of rain. That is true. You've had a fair bit of rain up there on the uh, on the Goldie. And um, you fly model planes, uh, but what else do you like doing up in the Gold Coast? Um, I like to hang out with friends. Um, I like to fly on the sim, uh, go visit relatives. Um, that's about it. Well, you're a very social kind of kid, which is good to see. Now... You come from a long line of aero modelers. You know, your surname is Dodd. And for anybody in Australia, you know the Dodd name because of uh, Tyson Dodd and Kevin Dodd. So Tyson's your dad. Kevin's your grandfather. They're both very involved with the MAAA and have been on the flying scene for a long time. So you're a very lucky boy to have those mentors surrounding you. But where did your journey in aero modeling begin? So my Air modeling journey really began when I was three years old back at um, Tingalpa. Um, first time I really ever got onto the sticks was 
um, some of the club members brought out a couple chairs and they stacked them on top of each other and put me on there. And my dad hit me the transmitter and sort of had his thumbs over mine. And at the time I was flying a Phantom, I believe. Phantom what? Jet? Yes. Oh, yeah. Not turbine though, was it? Yes. So wait a second. The first time you're three years of age, you sat yes. down, your dad put his thumbs over your thumbs and it was a yes. phantom turbine jet. Yes. That's just crazy. Yes, it really was. And then what happened? Um, I did a couple circuits and then from then on I just fell in love. Um at the age of four I kept flying. Um five and at seven years old um I went solo and then at nine I got my bronze wings because I hadn't actually been told what bronze silver and gold wings were so I've been flying since the age of three um I went from jets to um some iMac and now some F3A now tell me though when you were learning how to fly how did you learn? Was it was it your dad teaching you? What kind of plane were you flying when you were learning? So with the basics, it was my dad and granddad teaching me, teaching me, and I started with a apprentice. Oh, good old E flight apprentice. How did you find those as a, as, a, as a learning plane? They're really good, um, really strong and sturdy, um, really nice out of the box and really nice in the air. I'm a big fan of them uh, for, for learners. Like a lot of people say to me, oh, I want to get into flying. And I say, oh, I'll go and get an E-Flight Apprentice foamy and, you know, put an electric batch, you know, lipo into it and off you go because I just think that um, they're a good little learning platform. So good to see that you got that. And then after The Apprentice, what did you progress to? After The Apprentice, I progressed to some indoor. Um, Dad took me to some indoor when he'd go. Um, I did some indoor, and then after that, I did some actual uh, propeller trainer, like engine, um, and sort of hung around there for a while, and that's where I got my bronze wings. Okay. Um, and, yeah, then from there on, it was a pretty much anything. And so your dad you know, would go out flying a bit. Were you always saying, can I come as well? So you're always pretty keen to go flying? Um, I was very keen to go flying until I had something go wrong while I was flying. And then I sort of was a bit scared for about a year. And then I tried it again. And that's eventually where um, I kept going from there on. Well, I've seen you fly, and you're a pretty damn good flyer. Um, you know, you're up to flying jets by yourself. I saw you at Wang Jets, and um, we'll have a bit of a chat about that later. But, uh, but you, you've become quite a good pilot. So, let's fast forward to now. What are you flying now? What's your go-to model when you go for a fly nowadays? Ooh, my go-to model when I fly now, it would have to be my Krill fifty-five cc Yak. Or one of my sixty inches. What are they? What models are they? Um, I have an ex- uh extreme flight sixty inch yak. Yeah. Um, I've previously um 
purchased another 60 inch and it was a edge okay extreme flight as well um i don't believe so the man who was selling it didn't specify okay we probably told by the color scheme what we could work it out and yeah. what's the krill like is it nice the black? krill is the krill is really really nice um flies really smooth looks really nice in the air um is a really nice plane what's the motor in it i have a dle 55 yeah that probably works really well in it and uh yeah. was that something your dad had or did you get it especially for yourself um it was actually gifted to us by a friend of dad's gee you're lucky aren't you can you yes. tell your dad's friend to gift me a few planes <laughs> i'm down a few at the moment you were there when I crashed my jet. I was filming. I was, um, yeah. Oh, you filmed it. I there were three. There was three people that filmed it. The original video. Yeah. Um, that you put on your YouTube. Yeah. Darcy Wilson was filming it, and myself. See, now, um, Mackie's part of the official Flat Out RC Peanut Gallery. If you've been watching any Flat Out RC YouTube videos, now I've put a few up lately. I've had two in two weeks, which is a record for me. Oh, and record. I know. And you, if you listen to them or watch them, you'll hear me refer to the Peanut Gallery because there's always a Peanut Gallery at every event. And uh, the Peanut Gallery at the Wang Jets event included uh, our special guest, Mac, um, because you're a peanut. Anyway, it's, it's, yeah. look, it's a great honour to be classified as a Flat Out RC, oh, it a is. member of the Flat Out yep. RC Peanut Gallery. So uh, now with that krill, you started flying some iMac with it, didn't you? Yeah, so my first comp was at Tinkan Bay and I flew that at Tinkan Bay and I was I was really scared flying it. So my brain was sort of all over the shop, flew some iMac with it and I think in the last five rounds, the muffler to it was damaged. Mm. So I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? And I was lucky because Dad lent me his stick, his ugly stick to fly. Yeah. So the yak sat out for a bit while I flew the ugly stick. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, that's all right because you, in basic you can still in the in the basic category in iMac you can fly any plane really. So yeah, there would have been a bit of a difference between the uh, the old krill and the um, the stick, but the stick's a pretty capable plane as well. Don't mind them. Used to have one. And, but now you've moved on to F3A, haven't you? Yeah. So um, I was flying iMac with Aaron Gull. He took me under his wing for some coaching. And he invited me up to a, um introduction day. Um, two days before it, he sent me this sequence that I had to learn, um, which was really great. Um, so I went up to the introduction day. And I completely fell in love with it. You know, I loved it more than iMac. Why is that? Why do you like it more than iMac? I'd say it's really the planes, the sequences, and some of the people. A lot of the people there are really nice. Yeah. The planes that do fly well pattern planes, don't they? Ah, uh, yes, they do. I say it's cheating though, Mac, because it makes you look like a really good pilot because the plane does half the work, I reckon. Is that true? Mm. No, no, not really, Andrew. It's not very nice to disagree with me. Oh, well, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> so, so now with your pattern flying, where you're up to? You're, you're in sportsman, aren't you? Category. Um, I'm in sportsman. Um, I've recently competed in the team trials, and I'm hoping to um send a letter to the APA asking to move up a couple stages. So, what are you trying to get to the uh the the world champs in the junior category? Yeah, so I'm trying to go to the 2023 World Champs held here in Australia. Yeah, okay. That's going to be a casino in a few years' time. And how much practice yeah. are you doing with Patton? Because, you know, to be a gun Patton pilot, you can't be sitting at home on the computer playing games. You've got to be out there flying. So how dedicated are you to Patton flying at the moment? Um, Normally it's um, sim a couple, uh, couple hours a day and then – Aaron will normally message um, me and ask if um, I want to go out and do some practice and practice from the morning till the afternoon to where the sun's nearly down and um, just really keep going, uh, keep pushing through it. Yeah, so you do. Practice makes perfect. There's no shortcuts to getting great. It's all just about stick time. Um, Yes. What model are you flying, Patton? Um, I'm flying a Leader G. Okay, is that a full two meter wingspan model? Um, big one. Yeah, it's. I'd say it's big. Yep. Okay. Good. Good to hear. Uh, now, aerobatics. It's an interesting thing because you know there's you know yourself there's people that like flying gliders and there's people that like flying scale models and warbirds and jets and, and all that kind of stuff but why why have you gone more towards aerobatics um well from granddad to dad it had always been jets you know um first time i looked in the shed jets um as you know my first ever time i flew it was jets yeah. and I was lucky enough to go up to Dolby Nationals um, because Dad was up there. And I got up there and I saw a lot of the planes and I saw how big they were and compared them to the jets and I saw what they they could do and compared them to the jets and really liked them more over the jets, especially because of, um, I guess, the way – of aerobatics, it's yeah. not as um, restricting as jets. That's true. I agree with you. It's, it's funny. Jets are good. I like flying when I have flown my jet. I like flying the jet. But it's very different to flying an aerobatic plane. And, like, for example, the manoeuvre that I did in my jet, an aerobatic plane wouldn't have had an issue. There would be no problem. I actually find aerobatic planes really, really forgiving aeroplanes that, you know, you can get out of trouble pretty easily with an aerobatic plane because okay they they're fly, they can fly slow big control surfaces that you can really throw in a bit of rudder or aileron or whatever to sort things out but um yeah what i call the flight envelope there's, there's a lot more versatility that's why i personally like aer- flying aerobatics as well because it just do you get bored when you go flying sometimes if you're just flying circuits and stuff like that or you know you don't mind anything you know some sometimes i get bored just flying around and around and around in a circuit but i guess that's also part of the learning process um 
doing that, because in doing that, that brings up your skill level, showing that, you know, you're able to do it and that you have control of the plane. But it's also, it's good for setting up lines when you do fly aerobatics, because if you can, if you can fly a normal circuit, you can pretty much nearly do anything. We've talked a lot about, actually, a lot of guests in the past few weeks have talked about the importance of being able to fly a good circuit. And um, you've actually added to that their, their points on it. But it's true, like, people rarely fly a good circuit. We just discount the fact of flying a good circuit. When I was being trained how to fly, they really drummed in flying the rectangular circuit, which was hard sometimes because there wasn't a lot of space where I was learning. But, uh, but, yeah, I'm, I agree with you. I think flying good circuits important. I just get bored now flying circuits. So that's why I need to throw in a roll. You know, you saw me when I took off my jet, turn left, turn left again. And then what did I do? Throw in a roll. Because by that stage, it's like, I need to move my fingers and <laughs> do something here. Um, what aerobatic plane is like the plane that you love the most when you see one, whether you own it or don't own it? Like what's the plane that you love you'd love to own right now if there was any plane that i'd love to own in the imac and freestyle world right now for me it would be a 104 extra in the black um black. In the black red and white scheme yeah and in the fly. f3a world it would be an advantage i'd love those planes gee You've got expensive taste, boy. Oh, I know. Expensive I know, taste. Andrew. When it comes to that aerobatics and that freestyle aerobatics kind of scene, who are the, the people that you like seeing, like, you know, on the world stage? Who are the ones that inspire you? In People who inspire me? Yeah. Um, Martin Pickering. I've looked up to his flying a lot. Um, Dad and Grandad. And their expertise coaching. I'm waiting for my name, Mac. Uh, Andrew Sills for Sill, his not special. Sills, no S at the end Sill, of Sill, sorry, yes. How many times have I told you this? Andrew yes, Sills. Yes, sorry. Not Mark yes. Sills, Riley Sills have been on the podcast. Yes. Andrew yes, Sills. and Andrew Sill Thank for you. his famous yeah. silly spin. What silly spin? It wasn't a silly spin, Mac. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to divulge how I crashed my jet, so I am going to do a video, then I'll talk about it. I'm going to do an okay. air crash investigation video on um, uh, the whole story behind my 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 jet crash. Okay. So where are you normally flying nowadays? I'm normally flying at Tingalpa, um, at their Aero Model Club, um, or the farm. Yeah. Now tell me about this. Your mum mentioned something to me. So your granddad got a farm with a strip on it. Yeah. So we have a farm in um, New South Wales, which we bought in 2015, and we made our own air runway because Grandad was using his drifter more now that he was out of, um, you Retired. know, he was, yeah, he was able to fly it more. So we built a runway, and we also noticed that due to us having this runway, we could fly planes off of it so now it has a 2000 foot ceiling huh. um it has 110 acres of land um several cows 
which is always a priority. Are the cows on the runway? No, they're not. There's a area that's fenced off for the cows. Good. I'm just looking forward. I'm just asking questions because that's where I'm spending my holidays nowadays at your farm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's a clubhouse with a barbecue, um, a bathroom, a cooking area, dining area. Where Where do I sleep? Uh, you can sleep in the shed with the planes. That's not very friendly. Or you could sleep in our family shed. Because you are family, Andrew, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, thanks. Yep. I'm glad to be connected. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. Now, Wang Jets. Wang Jets, yes. Your family has come down, I think, for the last two Wang Jets events. Brought, the, brought everybody. The dog came down. Yes, the dog, the uh, mascot. Odie loves me. He does. Uh, and... <sighs> You flew this year at Wang Jets. Yes. What, what jet were you flying? Yeah. Um, I was flying a Boomerang XL. Now, that had a whopping big motor in it, didn't it? Yeah, it had a K170. Because that thing moved pretty fast. It but, did move very fast. But that looks like a – it looked like a really nice jet to fly, like a very um, – responsive kind of jet but a safe kind of jet to fly would this would you agree with that yeah um the boomerang xls are really good for trainer jets and um can really adapt to anyone's flying style uh they're it really really good it looked like it flew well um and landed well could, could come in quite slow but the, i was amazed at uh you know when you Push that throttle stick forward. How how it reacted relatively quickly for a jet. Um, so you know, if you got in trouble, you could power up pretty quickly, and, you, and the plane would still fly quite slow. So um, yeah, big fan of that boomerang XL kind of thing because it's it's not. A, what's the wingspan roughly in that? Do you know have any idea how big the wingspan is? Because it's not too too small. Yeah, it's not too small, but I still. Uh, yeah, I'm not too sure. On the wingspan. Let me see if I can find it on the uh, the old interwebs. The old Google. Oh, see, when I type in boomerang, I'm getting, I'm getting boomerangs. Ah, okay. Um. Oh, wait a second. Here we go. Here we go. Because uh, you're lucky that your your family's also got a a business called Land Down Under Aero Land Down Under Aerosports, isn't it? Yes, Land Down Under Aerosports. So, you know, do you get discounts at Land Down Under Aerosports? Um, I do get the mates rates. Do you? Uh, I've not yet tried to purchase a plane off of them because every time I access the website, they somehow find me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got an exp- expensive taste. Pro- that's your problem, Mac. Um, 94-inch wingspan on that Boomerang XL, which is uh, – Pretty decent size. So, yeah, anybody wants a Boomerang XL, he's a free plug. Land down under Aerosports, I think you're bringing them in, aren't they? Uh, yes. Um, land down, land down under aerosports.com.au. Oh, there you go. Um, you got shares in the business? Yes. No, kind of. Not really. Not really. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and what did you like about Wayne Jets? 
I love seeing all of my friends, especially um, the pro pilots like yourself, Andrew. Good. Um, mm. Yes, it's okay. Um, I like catching up with some of the other juniors. There were a bit more juniors this year. Yeah, there was. There was a gang. There was a gang of you. And yeah. Uh, Next year, we'll probably see those other guys. Cameron Sexton was with you and Darcy Wilson. And they're both going to be out flying, I think, next year at Wang Jets because I know that Darcy's got, and his dad have got a couple of jets sitting there that need to just get turbines into them. I think they might have bought one turbine. They need to get another one. So that'll be up, they'll be up and running for Wang Jets next year. And they had a good time. And Cameron Sexton as well has got access to a few turbines, so he'll be there. So next year, Wang Jets. If you're a junior jet flyer, get on down to Wang Jets. We're gonna let's let's make this a goal for next year's Wang Jets event, Mac. Let's get the yeah. biggest group of junior. Um, even though Cameron Sexton's now eighteen, but we'll classify him as a junior. Um, let's get some young turbine flyers out there. There's going to be a big community led by the one and only Macklin Dodd, our special yes. guest today. So uh, Thank you. make it happen, Mac, okay? Send the feelers okay. out, start plugging it, and let's uh, see you there next year. Do you like? Do you ever build models or is it something that your dad just says, don't touch it, I'll do it? I've previously tried, but I'm always too anxious to mess up. At the moment, I have a JTA game bird um, sitting waiting for me to build, which I probably should get onto. Well, you should. Now... It brings it, it's a, it's an interesting point that because I was like you when I was young, building a model is pretty scary, especially when you've never done it before. And um, I suppose this is a bit of a message for the adults out there. Kids are daunted by building models, especially if they sort of don't have any experience with woodworking or anything like that. And I suppose the biggest thing is, and what you got to understand, Mac, is your first model is going to be your worst model. Right? Yes. That's the one where you're going to have glue all over the place and you're going to make some mistakes. Your second model improves substantially. And by your third model, you know what you need to do now because, you know, you learn from your mistakes, really. So what you need to do is just go and get some cheap kit or something like that as a test bed. Your dad's got a laser cutter, hasn't he? Yeah. Even even just some foam from your local Bunnings and just a scalpel, you know, cut cut some foam out with scalpel um, in the shape of a plane, cut out a wing, elevator, um, you know. It's, real, it's, it's easy when you put your mind to it and when you know that um, it's not going to be the best, but at least you still tried. Well, do you know I still now? Every time I have to do something on a model that I may haven't may haven't done, you know, for a while, kind of thing, I do get daunted. But then I say to myself, "You know how to do it. Just do it. Have confidence. Just do it. You know, drill the hole. You'll be okay." You know, when you're drilling, when you have to drill the engine mounting holes, oh, I get paranoid. I'm going to stuff it up every single time. And to date, I never have. So now I just go, "Ah, oh, yep, just drill." Got it right. Move on. And I think that's what you need sometimes for anybody that's sort of a bit daunted about building models. Just give it a go. Push through. You'll be fine. Do you ha do you have any other friends that fly models, or you're a bit of a lone ranger, as they say when you're you know at school that there aren't any. There's nobody else that's really into flying models. 
I am the only kid at my school that does fly RC planes. Um, I know that I think previously there was an aeromodeler that came to my school. Um, yeah, I'm the only kid at my school that actually flies model aeroplanes. And what, do the, um, what do the other kids think about that? A lot of the other kids are interested by it, but at the same time don't like to listen to the stories of <laughs> planes. Yeah. I always say that um, see, back in the younger, in, in the, uh, let's go back decades, Mac, time was different. Okay. We didn't have the internet back then. Can you imagine yeah. a world without the internet, Mac? No, I cannot. No. Nah. Because you were born well and truly in the middle of uh, internet era because you're only yes. 11. Um, but yes. before the internet and computer, you know, computers and stuff like that, people were building models. They were, you could buy control line models everywhere and people were flying at the local school and the local park and so little Johnny would come home and say, Dad, I want one of those planes that goes around in circles. Little Tommy had one. And it looked like it was fun. Can I get one? And the dad would go, okay, I'll get you one. And so you, you had a lot of people getting out there and having a fly. And I know this because I've interviewed a lot of people and there's recurring trends, especially for older generation. But uh, nowadays, um, it's a lot harder for the kids to get involved. Uh, the parents need to, you know, you can't go, go and fly at the local school, can you? Uh, and, you know, you can't do it in your backyard like kicking a football or something. So it involves the parents being involved as well. And I think that's where you're lucky that your parents are very supportive of, of your flying. And, of course, I don't think you'd have any trouble in saying to your dad, hey, Dad, can we go for a fly? And him saying, nah, I don't feel like it. Dare say he'd want to, he'd be there with you all the way. So that's good. What are the kids mainly into? A lot of the kids at school. Oh, my friends at school. Um, games. Uh, video games. Yeah. Uh, video games. That's uh, eating. Eating. Video games. <laughs> eating continuously. Um. Yeah, most of the kids at school either play sports on the weekends, or they get onto their computer, Xbox, PlayStation, water at whatever or other. Yeah. And sit down and play Fortnite for hours on eight hours a day. That's the problem. But you know what? Not everybody's going to become an aero modeler. But uh, what? What's your preference? Would you rather go flying or uh, go and play computer games? Flying. You'd say that silly question, isn't it? I used to do a lot of gaming, and then once I sort of found what I liked in aero modeling, it sort of took a really, really back seat and um i've never really looked back at it and gone i want to do that again sort of urban era modeling now yeah that's a good idea and when you grow up what do you want to be i have not yet decided that it's not really something that's ever been on my mind i guess i'll just see what happens at the end of school well, that's true there's no rush you're only 11 yeah you know you've got plenty yeah. of years to to work that out uh, just keep on flying model planes. So now when when you go out to go for a fly, what's that one model that you really want to take all the time? 
once again, probably my 60-inch Yak or my new 60-inch Edge okay. or my Jet or sometimes even Dad's Big Edge. How many aeroplanes have you got in your family? That must be everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Typical aero modeling family. I tell you what, planes everywhere. Yeah. And how often are you getting out to fly? Um, because we've been to so many comps already this year, you know, we've had Aubrey team trials, we've had Wangaratta jets, we haven't had much time to, um, go out to our local club and fly. So you're not getting out that much at the moment. Well, yeah, you have been busy traveling around it's a bit, and you've traveled long distances as well. Aubrey yeah. and Wangaratta, not close, coming from Gold Coast. Yeah. Well, Mac, final question. Final question. And where's the important question? This is the one that everybody wants to know the answer to. And it's going to be an interesting answer from you because I don't know which way you're going to go with this. And that question is, what has been your all-time favourite model? So out of all the planes you've had the opportunity to fly, what has been your favourite out of all of them? (sighs) Favourite out of all of them? I've been really lucky to fly a lot of models. Um, Dad has given me a go of a lot of models. Granddad has, Aaron has, David has, um, a lot of our friends. So that's a really hard question. you got to ah. answer it. Okay. I think my favourite one that I have flown that was the nicest that felt the best, um, that I probably flew for only one day, was Aaron's Advantage. Was that a pattern plane? Yes, a pattern plane. Do you know what? I think I haven't heard of anybody else telling me that they love flying their pattern plane as being the <laughs> number one model. But I'll tell you what, pattern planes are cheating. I've told you that already. It's like the Formula One of the skies. It's designed <laughs> to roll perfectly. And look, if you need a few pointers, Mac, you know, you know my number. Give me a call. You know, I'm the yeah. greatest aerobatic pilot to never enter a competition. Yeah. So don't forget that. Well, Macklin Dodd, it's been a pleasure having you on the Flat Out RC podcast. Thank you. Uh, keep up the good work. Look forward to seeing you at Wang Jets again next year. We'll continue Thank with you. the Peanut Gallery. And uh, yep, keep it up. Thank you. About to leave, already packing. Come with me, I'm not really asking. We'll get away to a place where we don't know. Another episode of the Flat Out RC podcast done and dusted. A little bit shorter for you this week. Uh, always interested to know whether people want shorter podcasts, longer podcasts, that kind of thing. I'm always trying to work out what you guys want so big thank you to mac dodd uh it's good to catch up on the podcast look forward to seeing you next year having a fly with him and all the other young bucks out there that are into flying well done keep it up uh find your little group you know as mac said he 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 loved going to the wang jets events and 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 connecting with some of the other juniors and they really create this bond that and no doubt they can't wait to see each other again next year and just continue their relationship at at different events so well done to all of them and 
Well done for all of you for hanging in there with this podcast today. Uh, really appreciate you listening to it. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you enjoy it. And get onto the YouTube. Check out some of the latest videos that I've got. Uh, and, of course, the Instagram and the Facebook page as well. Still going strong. Numbers keep on improving. And that's what we want to see because we want to keep on spreading the love in this wonderful world of aero modeling. Now, I'll be back next week. Not sure who I'm going to have on, but I'll be back. We're heading towards 100 episodes, baby. Hang in there. Oh,